What's going on, everyone? Happy Tuesday. You're listening to the Sales Talk Radio Show with your host, Joe Lemon. And I'm doing my morning cardio, so this one might sound like I'm a little out of breath. It's because I am. But uh, as lots of you guys know, I, I try to hit anchor, multitasking. That's why I really like this app. So, And um, I want to t- go on this quick rant. So back in 2011 or 2012, whatever it was, I wrote this post about cold calling. I said, cold calling is dead. Because that was like the shock value type of thing to kind of say at the time. And, and even personally, in my actual sales career, I cut back a lot on it, which is crazy. It was, a, it was one of my worst years in sales. Um, did garbage. <laughs> and I tried to build a lot of my uh, business right through LinkedIn. Um, and you know, I got a couple deals out of that, a couple wins, but nothing crazy, right? I wasn't killing my uh, quotas or anything. And so, I wanted to say that, you know, nothing is really dead when it comes to what your outreach approach is. Because honestly, if you want to reach my mom, she still hits the mailbox consistently, you know? As soon as the mailman leaves at two, three o'clock, whenever it is, she's there. If you want to, if you want to like get to my pops, he's almost, well, he's 72. He's online, he might click that actual banner ad. I mean, personally myself, I've reached a lot of my docs, lots of people that I actually sell to through Instagram. And it's mainly because they actually work their accounts, they're posting personal stuff about their life, they're also just sharing what's happening in their clinic and it's an easy way. Really high engagement rates, um, just going right through DMs. So anyway, personal personal thing there. And I don't get too much results from Facebook, honestly. I find out normally that's managed by the office managers or maybe some third party marketing group. So not too good there. But with that said, I wanna say that Whatever your outreach strategy is, you know, it just needs to make sense for your customer. So you have to find the right communication stack. I got that from Keenan. And you know, I, th- I think it makes total sense. It's not that one thing's dead or not, because personally, as of right now, cold calling is one of my heaviest hitters. Man, it's, work- it's working great. People, I guess other people aren't calling as much, so my calls get through. And uh, hands down, still face-to-face is my, is my best. I still pop in. I still drop by, talk to people. We, I'm shocked by still the amount of responses I get just by being in the area. You know, you guys know that line. I'm in the neighborhood, so you might as well pop by. And uh, that's normally how I structure it. I try to have, always, always try to have some context first, so I'm not coming in, you know, deaf, dumb, and blind, but just having that simple mix of Instagram DMs, Twitter, cold calling, and, and face-to-face, it's been great. So with that said, I would love to hear what your uh, overall communication stack looks like. I think it's crucial that we all have them uh, going one way, going all social. If that works for you, that'd be interesting to hear. Um, it hasn't worked for me in the past, but you know, maybe if, if you're t- speaking to or, or really trying to target a much younger audience, you could probably get everything that you need to get done on Snapchat and Instagram. So anyway, I would love to hear about your mix What's your actual stack? Don't buy into the hype of everything's dead or cold calling's dead or uh, mailers are not dead or like billboards are dead. It's not, it's not true. It's just what's the right mix for your audience. And I would love to hear if you guys are going with a one-way approach and like, how's, and like pretty much how is that working out for you? So anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Let's keep this actual conversation rolling. Love to uh, get with anybody on Twitter. And um, matter of fact, we're about to jump on sales hacker 
chat on Twitter. So check that out if you got a moment. Hey, welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Sales Talk Radio Show with your host, Joe Lemon. I finally made it to San Francisco. Well, actually, San Jose. I'm a little bit south of uh, San Francisco. And um, yeah, it's, it's been a, it was a pretty easy ride, but it's a little late for me to kind of do this. But I still want to get it out. There's something about being consistent that I think that, um, you know, is, 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 some, is something that has to be worked up to. And there's always this urge when you're building up this habit to kind of want to pull away. So this is me being consistent. And I just wanted to follow up on my rant from earlier when I was talking about having the right communication stack. Um, if you missed it, you know, it was something pretty basic, just saying how I wrote this blog post in the past, almost um, had to be about five, six years ago. And I was saying how cold calling was dead. And I was 100% wrong. It's not that cold calling was dead. It was more so along the fact that, you know, having one way of trying to reach your ideal target audience is, is pretty much dead. So, you know, it's more about having this right mix of outreach or this right communication stack because I'm stealing uh, Jim Keenan's term for, for this. And so, you know, it's not that email is dead. It's not that... Uh, Postcard mailing is dead. It's not that billboards are dead. It's not that um, social media is dead. Any of that, obviously, it's about finding the right fit for your audience, and then having having multiple channels that you try to reach out on. So, for myself, I work for a smaller medical device company based out of Germany, and they have a totally different philosophy in Europe when it comes to marketing, especially in Germany. It's much different than um, how we pursue it here in the U.S. So most of us are left up to our own devices. We have a little bit of marketing budget to work with, but nothing that's going to blow anybody away, nothing that's going to really drive that type of critical mass that we're looking. So we're left to kind of think of some uh, out-the-box tactics, let's just say that. And so, you know, once it comes to how I reach out to people, it's normally a mix of email, uh, social media, um, calling, and face-to-face. And so I always try to take it back to this, the fact that people buy from who they know, like, and trust. And so that's a big one for me. So I try to break down my approach in that very similar format. More on that in two seconds. All right, so I want to leave you with several examples of how you can build up your communication stack around being known, liked, and trusted. So, you know, first approach, uh, I'm mainly reaching out to a lot of physical therapists, uh, orthopedics, sports medicine clinics, um, athletic trainers and sports teams, sports chiropractors. That's my target audience, right? And so I'm normally going to look for these guys first and foremost on Twitter and Instagram. Now, I primarily use my Twitter account for a lot of my sales training activities, uh, just kind of have chatter and conversations around B2B skills and, and like um, inbound inbound marketing conversations. So, you know, Twitter is norm- normally how I research. Twitter is also how I have one-to-one conversations. That's pretty cool for that. But for a lot of my business, I'm on Instagram. Just because, I mean, I could find I could find normally most of my clients there. Um, not everybody, but a lot of people are definitely on Instagram. It's probably one of the hottest platforms I would imagine out there right now. So I'm normally doing my homework on them first, and I'm going to take a very subtle approach to this. So I'm not going right into the DMs, not going right to the direct message, 
but I'll just start by following and just liking, engaging on uh, posts by leaving comments. Just simple, simple tactics um, um, around trying to become known. So I will also use hashtags. I'll use hashtags in my comments. I'll use hashtags on my posts. If I'm coming to the areas, I'll use hash. I'll use the, those local hashtags as well as maybe my uh, 10 to 15 other hashtags that I use for all my sports medicine posts. So that's my normal strategy. Try to reach out on social first and become known. Um, next, I'm gonna to try to be liked, right? And the only way to really be liked is by bringing someone value. And you know, I hate to kind of use that word, bring value, because my mind automatically goes, all right, so what does that merely mean, honestly, right? Because everyone says it, it's almost so cliche, like, uh, like everybody's gotta have self-awareness. Yes, we know it's important, but what does that truly mean? And so bringing value to me means that we gotta to try to focus, you know, on the customer's outcomes, on what they care about as far as what are they trying to benefit by being engaged with us at any level, whether they just wanna have a relationship with us, whether they just wanna know about our service, our product, so it can make just to make their life better, but what outcomes are they truly looking for? Right? So I mean, and I think that one of the biggest mistakes that we make is that we try to assume what they're looking for. We, we may say, okay, I'm talking to someone on the, someone in the actual finance department, and so they obviously they are looking to save money. So let me just go ahead and discount, um, and let me show them how we can save the money. And boom, now it's time for and you know now I, I've met their um, their whole their whole value. You know, I brought them value. Let me say that. And so, but that's 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 a very dangerous game to play, because I'm gonna tell you, everybody's a little bit different. I don't care what department they are in. Yes, there are, you know, it is safe to kind of assume some things about the person. However, though, you know, I would highly recommend trying to dig a little bit deeper. We have too much information on that person normally through LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can see if they have a family because maybe that may be most important to them. What if what if they just had a brand new baby girl and they aren't getting that much sleep and you can save them, your product or your service can save them a whole three hours a day, right? Or three hours a week. And that could be priceless to that person. So yes, they may want to save money. Yes, they may want to make more money for the company. However, though, the real trigger, the real hot button may be around saving time so they can get home to the family or saving time so they can take a nap, whatever that may be. And so I would highly encourage that you kind of dig around that, snoop, get into it, do your research. It's not snooping if they make it public for you, right? That's what I always say. Afterwards, the last component is being trust, being trusted, right? And so this is where I always like to rely on face-to-face. -face. I do outside sales, I mean, you know, business development in the field. I love getting face-to-face -face people. I like lunches, I like dinners, I like networking events. <laughs> so I like, all, I like everything face-to-face. -face. I'm, I'm totally into that. Uh, by the way, I'm looking at doing a face, you know, doing small networking groups in LA. So if you're in the area, hit me up on Twitter. We should totally talk about it. But anyway, moving moving right along, face to face um, is how I try to build trust because it gives you so much context about the person, so much information. But I mean, also through calling, this is where I was totally off base when I said cold calling was dead. It was a, it, it was it's totally not dead. You know, again, I just want to iterate. I just want to iterate the fact that you know it's about having that one channel that I think is dead when there's so many options out here for us. So anyway, and this is you know 
calling is gives us a lot of information as well that's why the anchor app is so cool because it gives us you know so much more insight into the person I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but I mean, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people really become more transparent and almost leaning on this app as a way for them to say, OK, you know, on Instagram, I take nothing but a whole bunch of smiling selfies and show myself in the best light. And on Facebook, I do stuff, a lot of stuff for the family. So we're just doing keeping it nice and light and like everything's pretty, you know, you know, let's say, um, you know, uh, shown in its best light and edited properly. But on this app, I've heard a lot of people share some pretty transparent, um, pretty transparent stuff about them. So, and I think that's mainly because of the fact that you know you pick up so much when you listen to someone's tone of voice, like everything from you know the rhythm about how they kind of you know have the words spaced out, um, the actual fluctuations in the in their whole voice. I mean, just it just gives you insight, even the actual pace that they use. I mean, are they talking fast? Are they just, you know, guzzled a whole pot of coffee? Did they just knock off two, you know, cans like Red Bull? Or are they about to go to sleep like myself? <laughs> so, you know, that's why I think the Anchor is so cool for us is because it gives us more information than what you could normally get. And you're almost thrusted into this place of being transparent especially if you're being consistent on this app. So anyway, just to bring everything full circle, that's my normal flow of trying to, uh, you know, have this communication stack where I use use it so I can be known, liked, and trusted. Starboard social, if not social, email, just something top level, try to give them some context about who's using our product, you know, just, just what it is on a very, very high level. Maybe for some research, try to add value. Next, that's the next way to try to really be liked. And so try to do something for them that's for them. That's not about you. It's not like me, I want to get an appointment, but me, I want to do this. But do something for them. Try to dig it, do your homework a little bit on them to see what that may be. And, and then last but not least, you know, try to create a situation where you can really um, make yourself known to the person. So, and be trusted. So with that said, I'm going to bid for tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always, to the Sales Talk Radio Show.